You're listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers and the occasional swear word. Every Tuesday and Friday, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom, quizzing creative experts and chatting with the brands you wish you were. So make a margarita and join me for The Bossy Type, where we make words and brands our bitch. Before we get started, a quick PSA. Head to bossycreative.com to download my very free, very juicy guide to building a bold brand. It's packed with loads of tips from Bossy's favorite creative experts and covers everything from copywriting to graphic design to social media to marketing to everything else. Okay, hit subscribe now because we all know you're going to forget and let's get started. Hi, welcome to episode 14 of The Bossy Type. This episode is brought to you by my shiny new cover letter template, which is available now at the Bossy Shop at bossycreative.com or via the link in the show notes. Yes, I'm about to school you on writing a killer cover letter that will get you noticed. But if you listen to this episode and you could do with a little bit more guidance or you're still not comfortable writing about yourself, because we all know everybody hates that, I've got you. I have gone and created a standout cover letter that's got more personality than most, but it's still profesh. It's especially suited to creatives and it's completely customizable. This is not a lazy excuse for a cover letter where you just need to change the name. I've seen lots of those generic templates. For this one, I have planted a bunch of highlighted sections throughout, which you can replace with your own details, whether that's a name, a personality trait, an accomplishment, I've included it all. It will still be tailored and representative of you, of course, but it means you don't have to spend hours actually writing the cover letter and trying to come up with all the annoying stuff that goes in between all the important bits. So if this sounds up your alley, click the link in the show notes or visit the shop on bossycreative.com. Okay, now time for the episode. Surprise, surprise, we are talking all about cover letters today and how to write one that gets you on top of the pile and not in the bin because nobody wants to be in the bin. I get it. Cover letters are really hard work. They're usually the first thing that potential employers see and it's our first impression. So it's got to be good. I think I've mentioned in previous episodes that earlier this year, I posted a job ad looking for freelance writers to expand the bossy team. And I received over 200 applications. Naturally, the cover letter became my very quick yes or no system. If I didn't immediately get something from the cover letter, that was it. I didn't have time to keep going because I had 200 applications to go through. On the other hand, I received so many amazing cover letters from people that had obviously really taken the time to research Bossy, look into our tone of voice and write a cover letter that not only suited my brand, but reflected their personality and writing style as well. So how do you write an amazing cover letter with personality? My first tip is to research the tone. In my opinion, one of the biggest mistakes you can make when applying for a job is not researching the company and more specifically, their tone of voice. If you don't pay attention to this and then follow it, you're massively increasing your chances of not getting a callback. And if you spent all that time applying, I'm assuming you want a callback. For example, if you come in hot with your jokes for a more polished position, they're probably not going to find them very funny. (laughs) 
(laughs) But if you write a really stiff cover letter for a more creative job, they'll probably sense that you're not a good fit and you're probably not very creative. So it's super important to get the tone right. Read lots of content from the company before you start writing your cover letter. My second tip is to get the layout right. So I'm actually going to give you the structure that I follow when I'm writing someone's cover letter. Of course, this is flexible. This is just what I do, but I find it really helps to have some sort of framework to follow at least. So in the first paragraph, I use this to capture attention. This is like an intro or like a hook to me. It's not so much about any of the finer details. It's really just to grab their attention. So I'm going to go more into that in a minute. In the second paragraph, I summarize their experience and their very illustrious career and touch on the skills that they've learned throughout their career, making sure that everything is super relevant to the role. In the third paragraph, I usually highlight a few of their proudest accomplishments, again, making sure they're really relevant. And then in the fourth paragraph, I pull out maybe two or three really unique personality traits that are relevant to the role. And then I give a clear, very brief example of how that would present itself in this particular role. When I say two to three really unique personality traits, I really mean unique. And I'm going to go into that again in a minute as well. You don't just want to pick things that everybody says because that's what everybody's putting in their cover letter. So the whole purpose of this is to make yourself look different and stand out. So you've got to do a little bit of thinking into the sort of person you are and what makes you unique and what makes you really good for this particular role and why you would actually be the best person for the job. In the fifth paragraph, while we're already on the topic of the role and the company and what we can do with it, this is a good chance to mention a couple of projects of the companies that are really aligned with your personal values or interests and make sure you include some reasoning why. This shows that you understand the company and the meaning behind their work and in a more practical sense, it shows that you're also not just using a cookie cutter cover letter. (laughs) Say that five times. In the sixth paragraph, it's not super necessary, but I like to include some personal info to show you're human, but again, trying to find a way to make it relevant for the role. For example, if you're going for a job with a quintessential Melbourne brand or event, you might like to mention your love of theatre or your favourite restaurant. You don't have to go overboard, but I think just adding a little personal touch is an easy way to add some personality. Lastly, I would wrap it up by reiterating your interest in the role and also your interest in meeting in person or over the phone for an interview. So although there's about six different paragraphs there, it's important to note that these are really short. Like they only have to be a couple of lines because we want the cover letter overall to be no more than one page. Half a page is ideal, but if you feel like you need a full page, go for it. But definitely don't go over a full page. So try and condense those six paragraphs as much as you can. Okay, my next tip is open with a bang. So this comes back to our first paragraph. You've got about two and a half seconds (laughs) to keep the potential employer interested. So don't bury the good stuff at the end. Confidently introduce yourself, express your interest in the role, tell us what you do and give us a snapshot of your personality. So this is kind of like, yes, it is still talking about you, but it's giving us a glimpse into your overall personality, your overall working style, your overall experience. It's basically everything squished into a couple of lines that sums you up. And this is the part that we want to grab their attention the most. So this part's going to have the most personality. The purpose of this is also 
to kind of give a bit of a preview of the kind of person that will arrive for the interview. So as an example, one line that I've included in someone's cover letter in the past is, I'm an interior designer whose energy is obvious the moment I enter the room, or maybe that's my earrings, because this person's really fabulous and they wear the most amazing earrings. I feel like although that's not strictly professional, it's a little bit more creative. I've used the words around it to explain their professional working style, but this is just one tiny line that I've included that I feel sums up their whole non-professional personality. And I feel like it gives a good glimpse of the sort of energetic, loud, fun person that would be arriving for the interview. My next tip is prove it. So when I say prove it, I mean avoid all cliches. No matter how unique you think your personality traits are, I guarantee you at least 20 other people in that same pile have said the same thing. So resist the temptation to use words like organized or passionate or team player because these things should be a given. Instead, back up your claims by briefly providing an example that shows how this trait positively impacts your work. Also, cut out any hyperbole, that is words that exaggerate or emphasize what you're trying to say. So words like exceptional, superior, outstanding, extremely, that's just unnecessary fluff, but for some reason we love to include them in our cover letters. Stop doing that. My next tip is to relate everything back to the job, which you probably picked up when I was running through the layout. I hate to break it to you, but unless the info is very relevant to the position you're applying for, they probably don't care. So for any personality trait, story, previous job that you want to mention, just ask yourself first if it makes you a better candidate for the job. If yes, explain how. Just one sentence is fine. If not, save it. You can always bring it up at the interview if you want to. Next up is always speak in the present tense. Another thing that we tend to do in cover letters is speak in the past tense. We say things like, in my previous role, I used InDesign to create social media templates. Instead of saying, I'm proficient and confident in InDesign or I'm an InDesign gun. So make sure everything is written in an active voice and present tense. It shows that you still have those skills because even though you've left that job doesn't mean you left the skills there. You've still got them. You're still a gun. So make sure you speak that way in your cover letter. And lastly, be conversational. This is a little bit trickier to master, but it is actually the easiest way to inject more personality into your writing. Be conversational. Even though it's a cover letter, a formal tone isn't going to automatically get you the job. It's not 100% essential. Of course, if you're going for a really professional or corporate job, then a polished professional cover letter is usually required. But if you're going for a more creative role or something that could be open to interpretation, I think it's important to show your personality in the cover letter. Like I said, it's your first impression. If you're coming across really formal, especially for a creative job, you might come across a little beige (laughs) and we want you to come across a special. So have a go at writing the cover letter, just like you would be writing a letter to one of your friends about yourself and your work history. So you can think of an actual friend in your head that often helps and then try and write the same cover letter as if you're writing it to them and see what comes up. So you probably wouldn't say to a friend, I hope this finds you well. I'm extremely pleased to apply for this position. (laughs) Maybe if you're in 1920. So try again, read it back at the end and make it more formal from there if you need to, not the other way around. 
Okay, just quickly, here are those tips again. Number one, research the tone. Make sure you look at lots of content from the company before you write your cover letter. Number two, get the layout right. If you need to, rewind the podcast and take some notes on what I include in each paragraph. Number three, open with a bang. You've only got a couple of seconds to grab their attention. So make sure you summarize who you are and what you do in a really engaging way. Number four, prove it. Avoid any cliches or corporate jargon. If you do need to use some of those words, make sure you back it up with proof. Number five, relate everything back to the job. This goes for a personality trait, a story, a previous job. Anything that you're talking about in the cover letter should clearly relate back to the job you're applying for. Number six, speak in the present tense always. And number seven, be conversational. Try writing your cover letter again with the same content, but as if you were writing it to a friend. If that has still gone over your head or you'd prefer someone just to write it for you, which I totally get, I highly recommend grabbing the cover letter template. It will save you hours, trust me. And it might just be the difference between you getting a new job and never hearing from them again. (laughs) So grab yours at the link in the show notes or head to the shop at bossycreative.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelt A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.